And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. Here he is, Michael Savage. So today we're talking about which side is God on in the time of war. And before we do that, I want to set the record straight about what actually happened and what set off this latest round of fighting between, uh, let's say, Arabs. You don't want to say Arabs because not all Arabs are Hamas. Hamas is the insane SS uh, equivalent of Hitler's Germany. Not all Muslims belong to the SS, although... With the riots going on around the country on campuses and people wearing the headscarves, it makes you wonder how many SS members are actually in America. So what actually happened to set off this round of fighting? A former Navy SEAL tells us he was invited to Israel. Uh, His name is Representative Derek Van Orden. He's a Republican from Wisconsin. He's a Navy SEAL, a combat medic, and a congressman. He came back shaken after visiting Israel and saw the slaughter sites Uh, and the videos and here's what he said take it from him not from the girl at the college screaming queers for Palestine here's what the man said who was a special ops combat medic and now a congressman he said "I, I can speak with authority I've done multiple combat tours people were slaughtered in Israel at a level not seen since the Holocaust he said about the Hamas attack on Jews which killed at least 1,400 people mainly civilians He goes on, these Hamas terrorists, these savages, these beasts, they specifically targeted children. They were told to cut people's arms and legs off. It's gut-wrenching, unquote, said Congressman Van Orden. People are trying to legitimize this. He blasted the Biden administration for delivering $100 million in humanitarian aid to Palestinians in Gaza from where governing Hamas staged the attack. He said that's sending mixed messages. It must be clear that Hamas is responsible for these terrible attacks. Neither England nor the United States sent humanitarian aid to Nazi Germany, fascist Italy, or Imperial Japan during the war. There is no equivocation. Hamas, Hezbollah, and their sponsor, Iran, are the enemies of freedom and peace. We must stop aiding them, the politician wrote. Palestinians participated in these crimes, not just Hamas. Now, there's more uh, horror, and I'm not going to read it to you, because you've heard about the rapes, the dismemberments, the crushing of the skulls, uh, and things of that nature, which we can hardly compute, by the way. But take it from a former Navy SEAL and combat medic turned congressman, a great American, and what he saw and how he was shaken after visiting Israel and seeing the slaughter sites that are being covered up by the psychopathic know-nothings on college campuses. Savage. Michael Savage, a host like no other. Middle East on the brink, North Korea on the brink, Iran increasing its aggression, elections in Taiwan. Look, there's a lot of global instability as we ourselves plunge into primary season. How have you sheltered your savings and investments from potential major setbacks to the economy? You think it can happen here? It can happen here, but it's not too late to diversify an old IRA or 401k into gold. And Birch Gold Group can help you with that. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. As opposed to many other investments, 
Gold thrives in times of uncertainty. It is an important part of diversifying your savings. Now listen, here's how Birch Gold can help make it a part of yours. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold. And it doesn't cost you a penny out of pocket. You want to learn more? Just text SAVAGE to 989898 for a free info kit. S-A-V-A-G-E, text it to 989898 and you get a free info kit. It costs you nothing. Just text SAVAGE to 989898 with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of happy customers. I encourage you to arm yourself with the knowledge of diversification through precious metals. Protect yourself. Text SAVAGE to 989898 and claim your free info kit. Protect your savings with gold. Do it now. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Thank you very much. Birch Gold is the only gold company I trust. Text SAVAGE to 989-898. Good morning. Welcome to the God Talk segment of today. It's a very difficult time for all of us, atheists included. Today's discussion is entitled God Talk. On which side is God in a time of war, or which side is God on in a time of war? Today I'm going to discuss Allah versus Yahweh. I'm going to discuss Hiroshima, Stalingrad, Dresden. We're going to talk about Newsom in China tell, telling Z to tear down that wall, Mr. President, which is unbelievable. Tear down the Great Wall of China, which was built to keep out the Mongols, which is the only solution for the survival of any nation's borders, language, and culture. Yes, we need more walls, not fewer walls, Mr. Newsom. You're 100% wrong. And on this one, you're absolutely on the wrong side of history. We'll talk about Halloween in the white suburbs while the world burns because of the goofballs and Biden's blunders. Yes, all of these wars that we are witnessing are a result of Biden's blunders, all of them. All of them could have been stopped or prevented we have the sickest, well, I could, I could use so many different words for what these Jake Sullivans and Joseph Biden stooges have done to the world. There's no point using words. Take a look at the world. I'll go into that as well. I'm going to talk about Halloween. Here in the white suburbs, we have, in the lily white suburbs, we have white people spending a lot of money creating fake ghouls and goblins, while real ghouls and goblins crossed the border from Gaza and slaughtered innocent Jewish families, including infants. And now on the other side, we see bombing, killing innocent Palestinians. Uh, you could blame anyone you want, but the bombs are killing innocent Palestinians, and no person looking at those pictures can walk away saying this is a good thing, it's a bad thing. All Biden's blunders. All Biden's blunders. So let's begin with God talk. Where we begin is where we begin. Which side is God on in a time of war? Even as a boy, when I would watch boxing matches with my dad on Friday nights, the Friday night fights, I noticed something unusual. I would see both fighters at that time get down on their knees before a fight and cross their hearts and pray to God for the power to defeat their enemy. And I used to say to myself, I don't understand this. They're both praying to the same God to kill the enemy, to beat the enemy in that case in a, in a, in a boxing ring. Both sides praying to the same God 
to give them the power to defeat the enemy. Is it any difference now, different now between the Arabs and the Jews all over again? Now, unfortunately for what you are seeing, not all, but to Hamas, the only good Jew is a dead Jew. The only good Israel is a gone Israel. There should be no Israel. Now, the Jews have been, for those ignoramuses out there who think history began at Harvard University last month, the land of Israel has been populated by the Jewish people since 2000 BC. They're not going anywhere. It is their homeland. Study history. Then you'll understand that they didn't come here after the Holocaust. Some did. Many did. They had nowhere else to go. But Israel was called Palestine by the Romans originally, by the way. Now, we could argue who belongs there. That's not going to get us anywhere. Both peoples are there, and they're going to stay there. They're not going anywhere. They're not leaving. The Jews are not leaving. The Arabs are not leaving. But Hamas does not speak for the Muslims in Gaza any more than they speak for the Muslims in Judea and Samaria, known to you as the West Bank. Hamas is an extermination branch of Islam. Hamas wants all Jews dead, not only in Israel, but all over the world. Hamas, you know, it's interesting to me, metaphorically speaking, I see the left terrified of the Ku Klux Klan as uh, they should be, I guess, with the white hoods. That's bad. But Arabs in black hoods is good. They're freedom fighters to those psychopathic How about queers for Palestine, all the fat lesbians running around? And all of the faggy boys, they call themselves that. I'm just using their terminology. Used to be considered a slur, but not anymore. It's uh, worn with pride now, queer and fag. Uh, do these idiots even understand that lesbians and gays are killed or punished? It's forbidden in Islam. What is wrong with these people? How do you even listen to them? They've taken over the universities. They've run the corporations. They run the ad industry. They run the media. Okay, liberalism is a mental disorder. So what can I say today that will be of any value to the world? I asked myself before I began. Where is God? Which side is he on? When the Jewish infants were slaughtered in their cribs by the Hamas Nazis, the world was revulsed. And now we see the bombs dropping on Gaza. The people were told to get out. They were not targeted. There is a difference between targeting infants and children, targeting a civilian population, and, of course, trying to avoid killing civilians. But the difference at the end of the day doesn't really matter if the person is injured or killed by a weapon of war. That's the, the truth. And so we're all sickened by this because it's getting worse. We read that Turkey now, Erdogan, has said that he's going to declare war in Israel if they don't stop the assault upon Gaza and the tunnels to root out Hamas. I think we should take Erdogan very seriously. I think we ought to pay close attention to Erdogan. The last I checked, Turkey had the fourth largest army on the planet. They have a very good military, not to be ignored. And as recently as the Trump administration, Turkey and Israel have very good relations. But under Biden's blunders, 
and the psychopathic college girls who run his administration, Turkey is now about to declare war on Israel. So how do we stop a madness like this once the genie is out of the bottle? I don't know if we can. I uh, saw a story this week that as near as a year ago, crazy Zelensky, the vulgar comedian who has been turned into a, uh, a fake leader of Ukraine, was ready to sign a peace treaty with Russia to end the slaughter of Ukrainian people. About 500,000 Ukrainian men have been killed. You won't read that in the New York Times, but that's the number according to experts. Think about that. A half a million Ukrainian men are dead. Eight or nine million Ukrainians have fled the country. And the fake comedian loves the Academy Award role that he is now playing. So who stopped him from signing the deal with Russia? We read it was the Biden administration, the Jake Sullivans again. The Anthony Blinkens who are now crying to crocodile tears about the war in Israel. They did it. Make no mistake about it. Elections count. The people you put in office matter. These blunderous, traitorous fools tore open our border and flooded America with third worlders who have yet, by the way, to be resettled in this country. 90% of them don't work. They're living like the bums that they were in their own country. They fled their own country because their own country didn't have anything for them to do. They were uneducated, no skills. They had nothing to offer their own country. So their own country encouraged them to come to moron gringo land. And the psychopathic administration says, come on in. They don't know what to do with them now. Savage. The Savage Nation. It's Savage On Demand. But which side has gone on in a time of war? I'll let you decide which side God is on. It's the same God. The Muslims pray to the same God as the Jews do. For those of you who don't understand comparative religion, I'll make it simple for you. Judaism, Christianity, Islam, all are called monotheistic religions. They all pray to the same God. Same God. Like the two fighters I talked about at the beginning of this little talk. Both sides are praying to the same God to let them be victorious over the other side. It's very hard to believe in God in a time like this. That's the absolute truth. When you see babies slaughtered by the Hamas Nazis, and then you see the corpses in Gaza, little babies wrapped in cloths ready to be buried with their parents' hearts broken, how could you, how could you take a side right now? The Jews have a right to their homeland. They will not be driven into the sea. So how does this end? Who's funding these protests in America is another big question. Well, it just came out today that it's, again, the most evil man on the planet, George Soros, and his filthy, disgusting, evil son. Jews, by the way, by birth. And when you see the Jews marching against Israel, you understand that there's a psychopathic element in both sides of this particular war. Groups behind Israel bashing protests, backing Hamas attacks, got $15 million plus from the most evil man on the planet, in my opinion, George Soros. I couldn't believe when I saw this. Far-left billionaire kingmaker George Soros and his disgusting degenerate son has followed more than $15 million since 2016 to groups behind this month's pro-Palestine 
protests, where groups openly cheered Hamas militants craven terrorist attacks in Israel. George Soros's grant-making network, the Open Society Foundation, gave the money through the Tide Center. Does that sound familiar, the Tide Center? A left-wing advocacy group that sponsors several nonprofits who've justified Hamas's massacres while, pal while claiming that Palestinians obsessed with the annihilation and eradication of the Jewish state are the real victims. That's George Soros. Who are these groups that got the money? Tide's beneficiaries include Illinois-based Adala Justice Project. Members of the Palestinian advocacy group occupied California Rep. Ro Kahana's office on October 20th, demanding Senate resolution calling for ceasefire in Gaza. Adala's members also co-sponsored a rally the same day in Bryant Park in Brooklyn, where hostile demonstrators spewed anti-Semitic chants and waved a sign that read, I do not condemn Hamas. I can go down the list. You can read it yourself. Linda Sarsour, the vicious Jew hater, got money from him. Helped plan a hate-filled flood Brooklyn for Palestine protest in Bay Ridge, where protest is called not for peace, but for the eradication of Israel. Read it yourself. Linda Sarsour, George Soros and his disgusting degenerate weakling son, Alex have a history of supporting the most radical organizations across the planet. That means erasing our border with Mexico, allowing drugs to come into the country, gangs to run the country, including pro-Hamas organizations that support the most heinous kind of behavior. George Soros, in my opinion, is an enemy of the state, but he has funded more Democrats than the man behind the crypto scandal. They're very smart in who they fund. That's how they avoid jail. Why does George Soros spend so much money trying to undermine Western civilization? It's not just Israel. It's America he wants to destroy. So which side are you on? Does it matter which side we're on? And why is this happening right now? You know, the real question for us right now is why is the world at war? Why is it blowing up? As we speak, rockets are firing from Hamas, even though, uh, from Gaza, even though Gaza is under siege. Rockets being fired at Tel Aviv, even though the IDF is in there on day 23 of the massacre. Unbelievable. They're firing rockets from their tunnels. They have this labyrinth of an underground railroad of tunnels, and they can pop up and fire rockets into Israel. Israel has an incompetent, aging leadership under Netanyahu. I know that you don't want to hear that. Many of you are great supporters of his. I am not. I am not Sean Hannity. He let this happen. He let this happen. He's the leader. He takes responsibility one way or the other. How did this all of a sudden the world blow up? As the war was heating up between Ukraine and Russia, I kept warning you on my broadcasts here on YouTube and on my podcast with some of the world's wisest guests that unless Ukraine and Russia were forced into a settlement, meaning forced Ukraine into a settlement with Russia, instead of funneling more weapons into Ukraine to continue firing on Russian troops in self-defense, by the way, but still a war, 
that more wars would break out across the world. I said that war tends to breed more war. I also gave you right from the beginning. I was the first in the media because I know more about history than anybody in the American media. I'm proud to tell you I actually study history. I have for years. I told you at the beginning of the Ukraine-Russia war that this looks very much like World War I because first one world power did this, then the other world power did that to counter it. Then the next world power comes in and the next world power, the next, before you know it was a, an explosion of World War I. And millions of men were killed. Millions of men were killed for nothing. World War I was about nothing. About nothing. So where, is, where do we go from here? Hamas didn't expect this large U.S. involvement in their attacks on Israel. And that's one thing they didn't calculate. New article came out in the Jerusalem Post. Senior Hamas political leadership member Al-Barach claimed, quote, they didn't expect this much of a response from the United States following the attack on Israel. I mean the massacre on babies and women on October 7th? shooting dogs and cutting off the heads of babies. You didn't expect a response. That's according to the Financial Times. Speaking from his office in Beirut, senior Hamas political leadership member Ali Barak told the UK news outlet they didn't expect as much of a response from the US. He said an Israeli response, yes, we expected that. But what we're seeing now is the entrance of the US into the battle and this we didn't count on, he said, according to the Times. This is after Washington diverted many of its forces to the region and Israel launching Operation Swords of Iron. Has the U.S. actually helped Israel in its war with Hamas? Well, sending two carrier groups is a very serious step. Two. Two carrier groups. Each carrier group has a larger air force than most nations on Earth, by the way. We have the world's largest aircraft carrier, the USS Gerald R. Ford. Fighter jets that can annihilate targets across the Middle East. We sent a, uh, Biden sent a general, Lieutenant General James Glenn, a three-star Marine general, and other Marine officers that we know of, not to say that we don't know of, who are actually fighting with Israel to plan its ground offensive into the Gaza Strip, because the United States military fought in tunnels in, uh, in Iraq. They have great experience in this horrible type of warfare. Iran, which funds Hamas, has taken notice of this U.S. support and has threatened that America will be attacked unless the Jewish state stops attacking Gaza. So again, we keep hearing about Iran, 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 Iran. There's a lot of other news we could tie into this, but it doesn't answer the question. It doesn't answer the question. God talk, I wrote it. I didn't even want to get out of bed today. I'm having a lot of difficulty sleeping and getting out of bed. I'm afraid to turn the news on. I don't want to see any more death. I, 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 love, I love peace. I don't love war as a personal choice. I, I, approve, I, I prefer peace, not war. God talk, I wrote, which side is God on in a time of war? Allah, Yahweh, same God. Did the Germans deserve to die in Berlin? Were they all Nazis? Of course not. But there were no iPhones in Germany showing the dead Germans. Did the Germans desire to be, deserve to be burned to death in Dresden when the British firebombed Dresden, an ancient town of Germany that had very little military significance? 
I read after the war, and there were some factories building war materials. That seems like a justification. But they firebombed Dresden and burned it to the ground. How many Germans were killed who were not Nazis? Now we have Gavin Newsom in China. Looked very good, tall, good-looking guy, didn't bow down to Z. I thought it was beautiful. We had an American who didn't bow to Z. He got that one right. He looks like a president. And by the way, he will be president, whether you know it or not. One day he will be president, so you better get used to Gavin Newsom. He goes there and he looks at the Great Wall of China, he stands on the Great Wall of China, and he looks across and he says to the camera who's with him, well, we don't need more walls, we, we need less walls, we want to tear them down. Biggest blunder of his career. Does he even know why the Great Wall was built by China? It was to keep out the Mongol hordes who are overrunning China. The Mongols were overrunning China, so they built the Great Wall of China. Savage. The Savage Nation. It's savage, uncut, unfiltered, and raw. There's a great comment just came up. Ukraine conflict reminds me of the Spanish Civil War, says Josiah Jones, where the main powers tested out their new weapons and tactics in a proxy war before they used them full force in World War III. Yes, Josiah, I'm very familiar with Guernica. I'm very familiar with Guernica. I've seen Picasso's painting of Guernica. I've seen the prints of Guernica. I have Basque friends who tell me about Guernica. Yes, my friends, I understand what's going on, but it doesn't answer the main question. Where is God in a time of war? Which side is he on? The answer is pretty clear. We don't know. Hamas official storms out of BBC interview when pressed on slaughtering Israeli civilians. A top Hamas official stormed out of a TV interview after he was asked how his bloodthirsty terrorist group justifies slaughtering innocent Israeli civilians in their sleep. This is not the same. It's, it's ultimately not the same as dropping bombs on Gaza after telling civilians to flee. And they can't flee because the Hamas terrorists won't let them even flee. The bombs, they want the dead civilians. Ghazi Hamad, a member of Hamas's political bureau, used an interview with the BBC's Hugo Bachega to try to downplay the October 7th massacre of at least 1,400 Jews, mostly civilians, including burned and butchered babies. Hamad claimed with a lie there was no command to kill any civilians. No, no, no to kill any civilians. But a handwritten note found on the body of a Hamas terrorist just a few days ago, encouraged the jihadists to remove the heads, hearts, and livers of their Israeli victims. I will read it to you. It was a note found in a terrorist body, which you didn't read in Brooklyn, which George Soros apparently didn't read in his penthouse. The terrorist had a note which said, quote, you must sharpen the blades of your swords and be pure in your intentions before Allah, knowing that the enemy is a disease that has no cure, except beheading and removing the hearts and livers attack them. The note reads in Arabic, according to the Jerusalem Post. The orders came from Hamas leadership, which declared the religious importance of killing Jews and provided inspiration from historical Muslim leaders who massacred men, sold women and children into slavery and looted cities. That's the history of Islam. That's how it conquered a good portion of the world. It began with one man 
and spread rapidly in a very short period of time, not through love, but through murder, rape, burning, and fire. So this is no different than the history, the long history, the long dark history of the spread of Islam. If you don't know that, you know nothing. But it doesn't take away the shock that we all have as we see the dead Arab children, men, women, elders from the bombs. But what do you want the Jews to do? What do you want the Jews to do? You kill their, their men, women, and children. You steal their elders and take them into dark tunnels. What do you expect the Jew to do? He said, they said they're going to wipe out all the Hamas operatives. They're going to kill all of them. And the victims are the poor Palestinians. Will Israel be victorious? I'm not even sure they will be, by the way. A lot of bluster, a lot of bluster coming out of Israel now. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't trust it. It's again the old man Netanyahu blustering, making one wrong move after another. He was once a great leader. I know I'm going to make a lot of enemies now on the Israeli side, but there's nothing I can do. This is only one man's opinion anyway. What effect do I really have? This little broadcast, which may go on at 10 or 20,000 viewers, is insignificant in the world, but it means something to this man, to me. I'm unburdening my mind and my heart, which is crying out to the very God we are trying to talk to and saying, where are you in a time of war? Where is God? All it's doing is making me want more weapons in my own house. Better weapons in my house. A wall between us and Mexico. The deportation of five to eight million illegal aliens before they turn into an army against all of us. Yes, you can hit the like button if you want. Yes, you can go see what I'm talking about in greater detail inside the plot to destroy America. It'll be out in a few weeks. My last political book. I can't promise you that because God's in charge of me, not me. I have no desire to write any more political books. I'm into publishing my nonfiction right now, things I've written over the last 30 or 40 years, such as yesterday's broadcast called Shakwana, which is still on YouTube, which caught a lot of people by surprise. They didn't understand it. They say it made no sense to them. They couldn't understand Shakwana. Well, it was written uh, in 2017 about... Uh, an Indian raiding party, a Native American Indian raiding party, raiding a uh, group of uh, colonists, whites, and uh, what happened there. It's based upon true knowledge. I had a nightmare about it in 2017. I woke up in a sweat, and I wrote down the dream called Shaquana. Even the name Shaquana came to me about the slaughter. So when you see what Hamas did to the Jews, you say, this is horrible. It has happened, though, before in history. It's happened before the Huns. Look through the history of war. The Mongols did such things. The Nazis did such things. Hamas is in the league of company with such people. But the Native Americans did such things to the whites. Because when the white man in the cavalry went into an Indian village, they killed everyone in the village. They burnt the teepees to the ground. It's, this, it's a horrible thing to understand 
what human beings are capable of. Everywhere you turn in the news, you see horror. And here in the safe white suburbs, you see people putting skeletons on their lawn, fake ghouls and ghosts and spider webs. And I, I chuckle. First, I get a little mad. I say, how stupid can they be? And then a part of me says, you know, there's a wisdom in such foolishness with this Halloween decoration stuff on the lawns of the white people in the white suburbs. There's a certain wisdom in this idiocy or foolishness or childishness. It's an escape from reality. Do the adults even know reality, though? I don't know. I don't know how drugged they may be. They're not bad people. They, they don't harm anybody. They don't harm anybody. They just work hard, pay their mortgage, pay their taxes, brush their teeth, clean their children, send them to school and make sure they do their homework. They're good people. Do they really know what's going on in the world? Maybe they're smarter than I am by not caring what's going on in the world. Maybe ignorance is bliss and also intelligence. Maybe all this looking into the darkness of the heart of man is not good for the human soul. How long can we look into the heart of darkness? The heart of darkness is now being exposed to the whole world, to, for the whole world to see. And we see millions of Muslims led into this country who would like to kill every one of you. Make no mistake about it. Look at their faces. They're not calling for a ceasefire because they care so much about life. It's because they want the Israelis, the Jews gone and dead. They're all over Harvard, Berkeley, Stanford, NYU. They're all over the administration. I read in shock the other day that so many Arabs, Muslims, and Palestinians have been brought into the Biden White House, into the White House, that they had to, ha they had to have a wellness session for them when the Israelis punched back. Could you believe this? Can you believe this, that Biden has put so many Arabs, Muslims, and Palestinians into the White House that they had to have a wellness session because they were so unhappy that Biden did not condemn Israel? It shows you elections count. Your vote matters. Savage. Home of borders, language, culture, the Savage Nation. And if you think your vote doesn't matter, I guess I should talk about that for a minute. Do you like this broadcast? Do you want more of them? Then hit the like button. And by all means, for my publisher's sake and for the sake of America, see the plot to destroy America. Because if you think that what's happening now is happening by accident, then you never heard the name George Soros and Joe Biden. You're living in a dream world. They're dismembering every aspect of American society from the top to the bottom, taking it apart by the joints. I'm surprised that our ships can even run with all of the uh, wellness sessions on the ships, the diversity, equity, and inclusion in our Navy. I don't know how the ships can even run. Apparently, they can still get a ship from the Atlantic into the Mediterranean, which I was shocked with all the time spent on how to wear high heels and put on lipstick in a time of war and the importance of transgender uh, military, I'm shocked that the uh, ships can even run. They yet to fire a shot, but at least they were sent there. That's nice. Haven't fired a shot yet, but the, the aircraft carrier went there. The, the dreadnoughts went there. For what, I don't know. Let's hope they're never used. 
The only reason that the um, aircraft carriers were sent into the Mediterranean, so far as this man can tell, is to deter Iran and Syria from uh, acting up even more than they have been. Hezbollah, Syria, supposed to be deterred by our aircraft carriers. Let's hope they are. Let's hope that saner heads prevail. And let's hope to God that Zelensky is forced to sign a peace treaty with Russia before it is too late. Now, we read last week that Russia allied with Iran. We've known this for a while. A new axis of evil has emerged on the planet. So you say, well, you were wrong all along. You see, you should have been on the side of Zelensky and Ukraine. Well, don't get me wrong. I am on the side of the Ukrainians, not on Zelensky. Zelensky is a vile, disgusting creature. He's the, he reminded everything wrong with the world is wrapped up in one man called Zelensky, a vulgar comedian of no talent whatsoever, who ran on a platform of no war with Russia. He said, I want peace. I will not let NATO put uh, missiles on the border with Russia. And they, the poor Ukrainian people fell for it and they elected him because they, the Ukrainian people don't want war. And they elected him. They elected the comedian. And he got drunk on power. And as Lord Acton wrote, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. He is the most corrupt leader on the planet. He was ready to sign a peace treaty we read last week somewhere, last year. We read last week that last year he was ready to sign a peace treaty with Russia because of the beating they were taking and that Ukraine no longer exists as a nation, despite what the vermin in the media tell you. The nation's been destroyed. But Biden said, don't sign the peace treaty. So why does Biden want war with Russia? Why is he sacrificing Ukrainian men and destroying U Ukraine? Why? Where do you think those billions go? You think they actually go to Ukraine? When you say we're sending X billion to Ukraine, it goes to weapons manufacturers here in America. And a lot of that funnels back to the uh, Democrat Party. It's a closed cycle, closed circle. That's how it works. If you don't know what that's about, I pity you. So there's a machine that wants war. Eisenhower called it the military-industrial complex. You have another name for it, greedy, greedy scumbags in the munitions industry. The same people who gave us World War I, gave us World War II. The same who gave us every war on earth are alive and well. They are the real ghouls that should be on the lawns of the white suburbs, not fake ghouls. So I'll conclude now where I began. God talk. Which side is God on in a time of war? There's Allah and Yahweh. Hashem and Allah. Same God, by the way. It's not a different God. If you think there are different gods, you're a moron altogether. Don't even watch my show. In fact, I'm going to delete you if you're that stupid and hide user from the channel. You'll never be seen again. Muslims, Jews, Christians pray to the same God, monotheistic religions. If you don't know that, you know nothing. You're probably a typical YouTube user. If all you know is how maybe to brush your teeth, I'm not sure. Did the civilians in Hiroshima, the Japanese, the innocent Japanese, deserve to die? Did the innocent civilians in Nagasaki deserve to die when we dropped the second atomic bomb 
in Japan. Of course they didn't. But Truman dropped those bombs to end the war. Why did he drop those bombs to end the war? Because the Japanese would not surrender. Even though they had lost their Air Force and their Navy, they were ready to fight to the last woman in Japan. In fact, I did this on the radio show years ago, and I had Japanese call me who told me that they, their mothers were told in Japan at the time to carve knives out of bamboo and make knives to kill any Americans who invaded Japan. And that elderly women were taught to kill Americans because we would, Americans were called names along the lines of what the Jews are being called by Hamas and their friends at NYU and Harvard. So they, f they were ready to fight to the last woman in Japan. And Truman knew this. And he knew that we would lose hundreds of thousands of men with any land invasion of Japan. Men who had fought in the American military in the Mediterranean and in Africa were being called up again. And they, told, they were being told to get ready to go to Japan. That's how bad it was. So we would have lost hundreds of thousands of American men. And Truman decided to decide in favor of American lives instead of the enemy's lives. And that meant killing innocent civilians. That's the horrible truth. It's, the, it's, it's, it's heartbreaking. So there is no God in a time of war. I conclude with the question's answer. There is no God in a time of war. Is there a God at all? Should I just rip the page up? and say there is no God? Should I give up on God? I could. I could have done that many times in my life. I could have done it at the beginning of my own life. But I still have faith that there's a just God in the world, but he doesn't have power over man's activities. This is the difference. God is not omnipotent. God is omnipresent. So what good is he? In other words, he created the earth. He created everything in the earth but he doesn't guide everything that we do for all of us at all times. If you believe that, God bless you. I don't believe that. I don't believe it at all. God is not omnipotent. God is omnipresent. God didn't lift his hand to kill babies in the kibbutz, the kibbutzim, nor did he lift a hand to see the dead babies in Gaza. God didn't do that. Man did that. I think God has left the universe, this, this world. I think he's gone somewhere else. He created us, and he's so horrified at what he has created, the human, the human ape. He's so horrified at the naked ape that he created that he left this planet. And so we have to turn to the innocence of the planet. We have to enjoy what we have and can still enjoy our children, the babies, the flowers, the birds, our dogs, our cats, our pets, a sunrise, a sunset, a bicycle ride, a walk in the country, a flower growing out of a rock. We just have to enjoy it while we can. And if you're an American citizen, I highly recommend that you take lessons and become armed because there's an army of young men that Biden has invited into this nation. This is not paranoia. This is just several steps ahead of what you'll read in the newspaper shortly. 
why is he inviting in armies of military-age men from Venezuela and from God knows where else on earth? Why are they here? They're not working. They're not working. They don't have jobs. What if he militarizes them and deputizes them and makes them IRS agents and gives them a gun? You want to get carried away now? And someone from Venezuela who doesn't speak English comes and knocks on your door and says, I'm here from the IRS. I want to see your tax returns. What are you going to do then? Remember Obama said he wants a private civilian national security force? There's millions of them now ready to go. Ready to go. Savage. Michael Savage, a host like no other. So men like me have seen it for a long time. We've written about it for a long time. It goes back, way back, not just to liberalism as a mental disorder, which answers all questions that you may have. Why do fat lesbians march as queers for Palestine? Answer, liberalism is a mental disorder. Why does George Soros, a Jew, fund groups that want to annihilate the Jewish state? I think he's a mentally ill person. Can we actually stop the coming civil war? It's here already. Are we witnessing an abuse of power? I'll let you decide. Is there going to be a countdown to Mecca? I pray not. Is it a time for war? Well, we're in a time for war. By the way, this one's about China and their operatives in America. I'll get to this another time when, that, when, that, when those cells are activated. Great novel, A Time for War. These are three best-selling novels written with Jeff Rovin. Some people see things ahead of others. It's a gift and a blessing. It's a gift and a blessing. But I've gotten to this age with this consciousness, and uh, each day is a blessing. Each day you get up and you say, God, give me this day that I may worship you. The same God that I don't know if he exists, I still worship him. I have no choice because I'm only a man. One man amongst billions. Which side has God on in a time of war? I wish I had the answer, but I'm not God. I'm Michael Savage. Perhaps I'll return later today because this is just the beginning of a long, long, long with another short dance in the sun. Another short dance in the sun. That's all we get on this planet. A short dance in the sun. Think about it before you tweet. Think about it before you make a comment here. Think what you're saying and what you really want to happen with what your words are. Words are powerful. Israel still exists because God wants Israel to exist because the Jewish people have been there since 2000 BC. 2000 BC Jewish presence in the land. The Palestinians have tried to actually destroy the archeology span of the area to deny the existence of Jews. This is how demented the leadership is of the Palestinian movement. They want to annihilate any reference to Jewish presence in the Holy Land. Remember what ISIS did? 
when they took over large swaths of the Middle East, how they destroyed ancient civilizations, buildings, broke things, destroyed things, because they only want a reference to Allah and to Islam. Just never forget this. Egypt was once, in the beginning, it was not a Muslim nation. Iran was not a Muslim nation when it was Persia. They were conquered by Islam in the very same way. Small armies of 1,000 killers went in and burned, raped, cut heads off, and terrified villages which spread throughout the provinces. And that's how they converted a whole nation. That is why the Israelis will not bend. They will not break. That is why they will not bend to the sword of Allah. That's why Netanyahu said he'll kill all of the Hamas members. Because Hamas is not Islam. They're the innocent married. Many Arabs are just innocent Muslims. They just want to get on with their lives. They want to be left alone to worship God and be left alone. But it won't end good. This won't end good. There's been war since the beginning of time. Just read the history of the Bible. Read about the two brothers in the Bible. Warring since the beginning of time. It's not going to end. It's going to get worse before it gets better. That we can be sure of. Will the world come to its senses before it becomes a nuclear war? That's the real question. Turkey wants to come in. Russia's now allied with Iran when they're natural enemies. You know, Russia and Iran were natural enemies until Biden and his blunderous fools drove them into the same camp. So now you have Iran, Russia, China, and God knows who else lining up against America because of Biden's insanity, incompetence. And Jake Sullivan, national security advisor? The guy looks like the guy in uh, Laurel and Hardy. Always, when I see Jake Sullivan, I always see a guy like uh, the skinny guy in Laurel and Hardy. What is he doing there while well, he worked for Obama? What is Blinken doing as Secretary of State? He's way over his head. Another Obama minion. So Barack Hussein Obama comes up. Mm. Barack Hussein Obama, who was raised in a madrasas, a Muslim school in Indonesia. You didn't know that, did you? Well, I did. Barack Hussein Obama, who wanted to, wanted to fundamentally change America. Let us hope that he's become totally corrupted by the billions he has made since he left office. Let us say he enjoys his many mansions and that he loves working, running Netflix, telling them that every show has to have a lesbian or a gay in it or an Arab or a, someone of color and that the whites have to always be evil. Let us hope he enjoys that new power and doesn't want to destroy the world. Look at our cities collapsing around us with the homeless vermin. Look, it could be solved in about 30 days. You could clear up the cities and save them. But you need politicians with the willpower to do so. But that's a topic for another day. Maybe I should conclude <clears throat> with something I did the other day. I think I'll conclude with the land of Israel. Populated by the Jewish people since 2000 BC. You want the timeline? I'll give you the timeline. 70 AD, 
Romans destroyed the temple. But what happened before the Romans destroyed the temples? Let's go back to B.C. before Christ. 1900 B.C., 2000 B.C., Abraham chosen by God as the father of the Jewish nation. Now, remember this. This is important for you ignoramuses out there. Judaism was the first monotheistic religion. Then Christianity came along where Jesus Christ was the Messiah of the Christian people. And then came Islam, the third of the monotheistic religions, monotheistic religions, just so you have your timeline straight. Unless you, you don't even know that, probably you don't know that. If you went to Harvard, you surely don't know that. 1900 BC, Abraham shows him, my God is the father of the Jewish nation. 1850 BC, Jacob, Isaac, Abraham's son rules over Israel. 1850 BC, Jacob, son of Isaac rules over Israel. 1400 BC, Moses leads the people out of Egypt and back to Israel. 1010 BC, King David unites the 12 tribes into one nation. One day I'll tell you, I'll do a whole show on King David. King David was a killer. King David had to kill the leaders of the other tribes to unite Israel, by the way. If you don't know what the Jews have been warriors since the beginning of time, they're not all Woody Allen. Jews are not Larry David. <laughs> no, no. The Jews are not Larry David and Woody Allen. They've done more damage to the Jewish people than you could imagine. Larry David and Woody Allen with the <laughs> Jews were stone-hearted murderers and killers going back way when. Oh, yeah, you can write that down. They're warrior people. King David united the 12 tribes by killing all of the other tribal leaders. 970, did I say that? Yeah, because that's the truth. 970 BC. King Solomon, son of David, builds the first temple structure in Jerusalem. 930 BC, Israel is divided into two kingdoms, the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of Judah. 800 BC, the rise of the prophets, God's messengers. 722 BC, kingdom of Israel is conquered by Assyrians. Ever hear of them? 605 BC, kingdom of Judah is conquered by the Babylonians. 586 B.C., Solomon's temple is destroyed by the Babylonians. 539 B.C., Persians conquer the Babylonians and take control of Israel. Persians, Muslims, now under uh, the Iranians. Persians conquer the Babylonians and take control of Israel. 538 B.C., the Jews return to Israel from exile. 520 B.C., that's really only 20 years later, the temple is rebuilt. 450 B.C., Reforms made by Ezra and Nehemiah. 433 B.C., Malachi is the end of the prophetic age. 432 B.C., the last group of Jews returned from exile. 333 B.C., the Greeks conquer the Persian Empire. Ever hear of them? They'll be dancing in the aisles. The Greeks conquer the Persian Empire. 323 B.C., the Egyptian and Syrian Empire take over Israel. 167 B.C., Hasmoneans recapture Israel and the Jews are ruled independently. 70 B.C., Romans conquer Israel. 20 B.C., King Herod builds the third temple. 6 B.C., Jesus Christ is born in Bethlehem. 70 A.D., Romans destroy the temple. You see what I'm getting through here? What happened then? The people were captives to the Romans, Byzantines, Arabs, and Crusaders. 
Jews have been captured by the Romans, Byzantines, Arabs, and Crusaders. Through all these events, the Jewish people continued to live in Israel. There were more of them at times and less of them at times. But there was never a time when the Jews did not live in the land. They stayed, <clears throat> they built their communities, they raised their families, they practiced their Jewish faith, and they suffered at the hands of many outsiders. But the Jews always kept their faith. It is what sustains them even now. What happened in 1948? The UN established the state of Israel, a nation of Jews. Please do not buy the Palestinian lies that they are entitled to the land of Israel. It is not their land. Yahweh will also provide a way for his chosen people to live in Israel, as he has for thousands of years. Pray for the people of Israel. This came to me from a Christian friend. God bless the fundamentalist Christians. They're the greatest hope for humanity, the greatest hope for civilization. Well, you got the whole thing now. God talk, which side is God on in the time of Yahweh, time of, time of war? Is it Allah, Yahweh, same God? The whole world is at war because of Biden's incompetence and lunatics who are over their heads like Blinken and Sullivan. We need real men running the country, not apparatchiks from the, from the Obama administration. Pray for Israel, pray for the Jews, and pray for peace. And God, pray for Zelensky to beg for peace before it is too late. That's all I have to say. I've said too much, and it is. Thank you for listening. Hit the like button if you enjoyed this piece today. It'll make more people listen. I have no, no machine behind me. I have no radio station. I have no backers. I have only you. And I appreciate it because this is a this is a follow-up stroke to my career in radio. Let's put it that way. It's the it's the swing back. And I'm giving what I can give while I can still give it. And only God speaks the truth. And I hope I spoke some of God's truths through this vessel called me today. Let's pray for peace because peace is patriotic. Thank you for listening. I'm Michael Savage. Savage. Well, thank you very much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and learned something from it. We have about 400 other episodes available for you to listen to absolutely free. You can go back into our vast library of podcasts and listen to any one of them at any time. And remember this, if you want to listen to my podcast ad-free, sign up for the Savage Premium Membership and get access to ad-free podcasts as well as some premium content from our Savage Archives. How do you sign up for those ad-free podcasts? Please visit michaelsavage.com for a link. Again, thank you for your listenership. This is Michael Savage.